Uh, Daniel chapter 5 is going to be our main text this morning. Daniel chapter 5. You got your Bibles, find Daniel chapter 5. And, and, and mark that place and uh, go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. Hold that place. And then go to First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4. And hold that place. And we're going to be in a lot of things. But I want to show you reading the Bible. And some of you are probably behind and you'll get caught up on it this morning. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Uh, let us stand this morning. You can hold Daniel chapter 5. Let's go to 2 Corinthians and chapter number 4. And verse number 6. Let's look at verse number 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness have shined in our hearts. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, we have this treasure, he says, but we have this treasure. Uh, what is this treasure? He says, uh, we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. And, and this, this treasure is not gold, it's not silver. The treasure is not gains of things of life. The greatest treasure that any man, woman, boy, or girl will ever possess is Jesus Christ. He is the heaven's treasure. He says, but we are this treasure in an earthen vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. Paul made an analogy of uh, that we are vessels. We're a vessel. And here again, he makes the same analogy that you and I are vessels this morning. Verse number 3. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. God's will for every child of God is to live a sanctified life. Now, I know that we don't always live that way. We don't always live up to that, but it still is God's will that we live a sanctified life. Now, the New Testament tells us that, the, uh, uh, that we are uh, nothing but pots. We're nothing but clay pots. Can I tell you this morning, uh, the clothes that you have on your body are probably worth more than what you are. I, I read the thing said that... Uh, if you take the weight of an average man, 160, 170, 180 pounds, and I know some of us weigh more than that, but if you take the average weight and you weight it, and, and you, it's, uh, we're nothing but dirt, and dirt's valuable because it has all the minerals in it, but if you take the average of 160, 170, 180 pounds, you know how much you'd be worth this morning? About 20 cents. That, that's what, look, the makeup you put on this morning is worth more than you put it on. So he's saying we're nothing but these earthen vessels this morning. Daniel chapter 5 this morning. I, I, I pray you get what's on my heart this morning. Because it, 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 it got me and I got the thinking about it. I got a little shouting move and I got the little jumping move, but it got me. And Daniel chapter 5, verse number 1 says, Belshazzar, the king, had made feast to the thousands of his lords and drank wine before the thousand. And this is Nebuchadnezzar's son here that we're talking about. 
Nebuchadnezzar is the one that came in and brought Israel into captivity in Babylon. Now his son is taking it, it says Belshazzar, while he tasted the wine commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple which was in Jerusalem. That the kings and the princes, his wives and his concubines that may drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem, and the king and his princes, his wives, and the concubines drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold, the gods of silver, and of brass, and of iron, and of wood, and of stone. They're not giving praise to the big G God, but they're praising the little G gods this morning. Let us pray. Father, we come before you. Thank you for all the mercy and grace and love. We thank you for dying upon us cross for our sins, Father. We just thank you for each one that's here tonight. Lord, our hearts in a in a, a different place this morning. But Lord, help us to grab a hold of the words that you would have for us this morning. And we'll give you the glory. We'll give you the honor. In Jesus' name we do pray. You may be seated. It has been said that the book of Daniel was the book of Revelation, the Old Testament. And the book of the Revelation is the book of Daniel in the New Testament. And I'm inclined to believe that. That in order for you to understand Daniel, you've got to get Revelation. And in order to understand Revelation, you've got to get Daniel. Amen. So Daniel here, Daniel chapter 5, this is his son of Nebuchadnezzar, one of the, one of the who threw the three Huber boys into the furnace, the one that got his life right. This is his son. We, we find these golden vessels that they have. They have been taken from the temple of Solomon in Jerusalem. These vessels were made for worship. These vessels were made to bring God honor. And, and to bring God glory. But do you notice what they're doing here? What they are, they are in Jerusalem. They're not in Jerusalem no more. Where they should be. They're in a pagan Babylon. And where they're used for what they've never been intended to use for. Can I tell you that uh, uh, they, they are not what they're supposed to be. What I'm preaching on this morning is misplaced vessels this morning. Misplaced vessels. These vessels were made to bring glory to God. These vessels were made to bring honor to God. And, and just like uh, it's not the, the job of uh, doing in Daniel chapter 5. They, they're not doing what they're created for. They're not doing what they're made for. In fact, they're just the opposite in Daniel chapter 5. They're not bringing glory to God. They're not living and doing what they're working for what they post do, but they're living and working for a pagan king in a lascivious, backslidden way. You may ask, what in the world has that got to do with us this morning? What in the world do I care about these vessels that was taken out of the temple of Solomon? What does that have to do with I this morning? 
Can I tell you this morning, there are many Christians that have gotten saved uh, and born again uh, and God formed them for, to bring Him His glory. God has fitted them to give Him honor and they should be holding on something uh, of value. They're poured out and made by God. But now, they're out in this world given to the lost sinners this morning. They're not doing what they were created for. But instead, they're living in Babylon. They're being used and abused by the world, the flesh, the devil. Instead of a housing the treasure of God and giving to the others, but instead they're a backslidden condition. Instead, they're walking according to the course of this world. And they have walked back to the graveyard that God had saved them out of. They are living what God has saved them from this morning. They've gone right back. We've seen those. You realize what the Bible said? What? Know you that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you. Which you have of God and you're not your own, for we are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I realize people wish they could uh, just get, to, uh, get on with the preaching, get it over with. Just preach on how Jesus died for us, how God uh, loves us. Jesus saved us. I understand that. But it's not going to happen today. If you want to hear about that, you come back tonight. That's what I'll talk about tonight. But do you realize that is not where the Christian life starts at the cross of Calvary. It don't end at the cross of Calvary. It begins at the very beginning, the moment Jesus died upon our cross for our sins, and Jesus got started the Calvary, and, 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 and uh, it, it never ended at Calvary. Just because you get saved doesn't mean your life is over. If you haven't made progression in your walk with God, you haven't made progression in your sanctification with God. Love God and work, work for God and serve God. Then you are a misplaced vessel this morning. You're not doing what God intended you to be. God did not intend you to be in a backslidden condition. You have yoked up with a crowd that you should not have yoked up with. You, you're never intended to uh, be doing what you're doing this morning. It is high time that you and I take the vessels that God has created and God has created us from the dust of this world and, and blew the uh, uh, breath into our body. It's time for us that God has created to start living that God has made for us and giving and bringing God the honor this morning so God can get the glory again. Misplaced vessels. It's a, it's a sad fact. I've been seeing many Christians today with a misplaced life. They never got settled in on just living clean life or Christian life. Giving God the glory. 
wasting their talents, wasting their abilities on the world this morning. There are people that have learned to play instruments and sing in the church. They grew up in the church and, and God had blessed them with talents and now all of a sudden they walked away from it. They, they lean towards the world. They're no longer using what God has given them to bring God the glory and the God the honor this morning. But now they're wasting the gift. There are misplaced vessels this morning. Give you three things real quick and we'll go home this morning. Misplaced vessels. Notice in your scripture this morning, these vessels were in bondage. These vessels don't belong in Babylon. That is not where they belong. These vessels belong in the house of God. They belong around the worship of God. Uh, so why are these vessels here? I will tell you this, why these vessels are misplaced vessels here. The same reason a lot of Christian people get misplaced this morning. You say, what do you mean get misplaced this morning? Because they have gotten hardened their necks and they uh, stiffed their ears uh, and the word from the word of God. And the Bible says about these vessels in 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. And Lord God of their fathers sent them to the messengers to raise them up at bedtime, be times. That means warning them and sending them because of the compassion of his people and on this dwelling place. But they mocked them. They mocked the messengers of God and despised the word and misused the prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against the people till there was no remedy. Verse 18 in 2 Chronicles chapter 3 says, And all the vessels of the house of God, great and small, and the treasures of the house of the Lord, and the treasures of the king, and the princes, and all these brought unto Babylon. They brought them all in. They were not getting the word of God. They didn't appreciate the word of God. They've closed their ears up to the word of God. You've seen them sitting in churches. I've talked to them over and over. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. But yet they never come into church. They're misplaced vessels. They have stiffened their ears up to the word of God. You know what people always has always thought they thought freedom is the rebellion from the Word of God. They think if they can just rebel against the Word of God, I can get out there and get away from all these rules and regulations of my mama, my daddy, the preacher, the church. I can get out there and just live free. I can rebel against that. They're in bondage this morning. That's just the opposite. Talk about Adam and Eve. They were in bondage. Because God wouldn't let them eat of the tree in the midst of the garden. And you know what happened. They really was free, but they didn't realize it. They were naked. They didn't know it. They really, they were free, but yet they rebelled, rebelled against the word of God. And they ate of the tree. 
Then they got into bondage. And that messed the whole thing up for all of this morning. Too many people saying, I'm tired of living the rules of God. I am going to get free this morning. These vessels were in bondage this morning. You and I, there are Christian people sitting in church this morning that are still living a bondage life. They're still living a, a misplaced life. And God is calling them and God is warning them, you need to get right. You need to get laid down that stuff. You need to get away from that sin. Don't get yoked up with that crowd. Don't get yoked up with that place. Don't look at that sin. God is trying to tell you, you can be a misplaced vessel sitting in the house of God this morning. They were in bondage. But also they were belittled and mocked. Verse number two. Belshazzar, while he tasted the wine, commanded them to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem. And the king and his princes and his wives and the concubine might drink therein. Oh, they just throwing themselves a high party. And they just throwing themselves a shindig. Verse number three, then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God and was at Jerusalem. And the king and his princes and his wives and his concubines drank in them. These vessels were never meant to carry fermented liquid. It was never meant to have liquor in it. That is not what they were designed for. Go back to Exodus, go back to Kings and read. Uh, they were uh, uh, fixed, these vessels. They were not made for the bartend, uh, bartender instruments. They weren't made to carry something they should not have been carrying. They did not made for you to drink something out of them to make you lose your mind and make you do things you shouldn't do. Uh, that's not what they were designed for. These were designed to carry the water of purification they were designed to carry the water and then wash the feet of the priests and the feet of the priests. Water in the Bible is a picture of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. That is what they were designed for, to carry, to be full of the Holy Ghost and to be full of the Word of God. They were not. You and I are designed to carry the Word of God. We're not to be the full of garbage of this world. We're not to look at this world. You and I are to bring glory to God. We have misplaced vessels today. We got too many Christians today. They're living a life that they should not be living. You, you can come to church and you can sing the songs and you can testify. Everybody's heard it. They know what to say. They know what to do. But inside, there's something not right. Inside, you're still yoked up with something you shouldn't be yoked up with. And God is trying to warn us today, hey, get rid of that stuff because you can become a misplaced vessel. You can be out in the world. You can be doing things you should not be doing. We are designed to bring glory and honor to God. They, they were in bondage. They were not where they were supposed to be at. They belittled them because, hey, now they're not doing what they should not have been doing. They're carrying stuff in them that they should not have been made. 
You and I could be the same way this morning. I'm talking about you and I as a vessel of God. God has created you and I. We are a vessel to God to bring honor unto God. Amen. They were belittled in verse number four. They drank wine and praised the God of gold and silver and of brass and of iron and the wood and the stones. These vessels came a long way. These vessels at one time was carried into the precious temple, carrying that precious water, the picture of the Spirit and the Word of God. It was used to wash the hands and feet of the priests, used to get a cool drink of water to uh, refresh the souls. They were used in a holy way. And in a worship way this morning. But now, they're being used in a totally different way. Now they live in a place that is dark. The temple of Solomon was lit up. It was bright. And the shining light of God was in the temple. The place that they were are at now is a club. You see what's going on? They're, they're, they're partying. They're having a big party going on. They're getting drunk. They're bumping. They're grinding. They're doing the whip and the day-day and the nay-nay and all that other stuff. They're just having a good time. They're stoned out of their minds. Then he said, I know what. We can have a better time. Belshazzar says, hey, we're having a good time. We're having a party. I want everybody to gather around. We're going to have an even a better party. And we're going to take those vessels that were in the temple of God in the Jerusalem and we're going to bring them and we're going to fill them with our stuff. You know what? If you claim the name of Jesus Christ and you are not where you're supposed to be, you're just like them. They're going to give God a black eye. You're giving God a black eye this morning. Listen to me, child of God. Don't let the devil parade you through the sin, the darkness, and the filth of this world. It is not only belittles you, it robs you of your testimony, steals your purity, but also gives to God that saved you a black eye. It's a bad name. It lets the enemies of God blaspheme this morning for what you do. You got into some business around being around certain people. You got no business being in certain clubs. What fellowship does light have with darkness, the Bible tells us. If you had a place that you are ashamed, <laughs> if you walk up into a place that you stand there and you look around and you start to feel ashamed, then you better get out of there. I, that's happened to me. I've walked up in some places and I've been with some people. We've gone some places and I'm standing around and I say, I'm out of place. I don't belong here. And if I stayed there longer and longer and longer, I'd have gotten comfortable.
Let me tell you, the longer you hang around sin, the longer you hang around the world, you're going to start getting comfortable with it. And sooner or later, you're going to forget about who you are and what's inside of you. You're to bring honor to God. You're to bring glory to God. And you can't do it at the bar. And let me just say this on the other side of it. There are some churches you can't do it in either. I'm just going to tell you the truth about it. There are some places you're not supposed to be hooked up with. Let me say there's two kind of vessels. Listen to me. There's two kind of vessels. There are the vessels that God got. And Timothy said there are vessels that the devil's got. There are vessels of honor. There are vessels of dishonor. There are saved vessels and there are lost vessels. Can I say this? If you're sitting here this morning and this kind of preaching makes you nervous, the kind of singing we sing makes you nervous, then I wonder what kind of vessel you are. I wonder what kind of vessel you are. But I'm glad to say this. God takes vessels from the other side and brings them to this side. I'm glad that God just don't throw the clay away. I'm glad because it's marred and, and damaged, God just don't say, you know what? I don't need it. But we don't need to be a misplaced vessel this morning. Turn to Isaiah, Ezra. Ezra. Go to Psalms, go four books to the left. Ezra. Ezra chapter 5. These vessels were in bondage. They were taken from the place they should have been at. There, there are Christian play, people today, they're in bondage. The, the place they should be at is in worship of God, giving God the glory, but they've been taken away. And they're in bondage to this world. They're in bondage to the devil. And they don't know what to do. They're belittling God because, hey, they say they're a child of God, but yet their lives don't live at that. They're giving God a bad name. But can I tell you this morning, they were brought back. Hey, you can be out in the world, you can live in the world and do all these things, but let me just say this, God can bring you Back this morning. Ezra chapter 5 verse 13. But in the first year of Cyrus, the king of Babylon, the same king Cyrus made a decree to build the house of God. Now let, let me tell you, this is a wicked king. But yet he's given a decree to build the house of God. And the vessels also of gold and silver of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple that was in Jerusalem and brought them into the temple of Babylon. Those did Cyrus, the king, take out of the temple there and delivered them one whose name was Shelzbazar, whom he had made governor. 
And he said unto them, Take these vessels, go carry them into the temple that is in Jerusalem, and let the house of God be built in this place. To bring God's people back from Babylon. They've been in bondage. They've been in servitude. Now they're coming back. They're coming back to a place where they should have brought been back. They're coming back to a place that God wants them to be this morning. Not only were these vessels were belittled, but thank God they can be brought back. Look at chapter 6, number, verse number 5. And also let the gold and silver vessels of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took forth out of the temple, which is at Jerusalem, brought into Babylon, be re... Oh, my goodness. Underline that. Hey, just don't let them sit over and make fun at them. Don't, don't put them in the back. Don't let's say disregard them. Don't say, hey, uh, they've been in a wicked place and we don't want to use them. No, he said, let them be restored. And brought again into the temple, which is at Jerusalem. Everyone to his place and place in the house of God. Can I tell you the misplaced vessels didn't stay didn't stay misplaced this morning. Yes, they went off into bondage. Yes, they were belittled. But thank God I serve a God this morning that is in the business of restoration this morning. He's in the business of grabbing those things that uh, have gotten messed up, those things that gotten marred, those things that uh, have been scarred and broken. Don't you thank God he just don't throw the clay away? If you like me, I've been broken a time or two. You like me, I've been what I should not have been. You like me, I haven't always brought glory and honor to God. You like me, I, I, I've said I've gone too far. But thank God he don't throw the clay away. Can you imagine a young priest the old priest walking through the temple. You see those vessels over there? They were stolen and taken to Babylon. Taken to a far country. They were used at a wicked party. Mocked at, belittled at. But God has bring them back to where they belong. Now they're filled with the good water of the Word of God. Now they're doing what they were set apart to do. Now they're doing what they were made to do. You hear this morning, there's some misplaced child of God this morning. Misplaced vessel this morning. Some areas in your life that you're a bondage to. The devil has put you in bondage over it. The devil is belittling you over it. I'm telling you there is hope. It's not the end. You don't have to quit. You don't have to hold your head down. There is a God of restoration that will take your life and bring you back to the land 
from the enemy and put you back where you belong this morning. That old song says, empty and broken, I came back to him. A vessel unworthy, so scarred with sin. But he didn't despair. He started over again and blessed the day he didn't throw the clay away. Aren't you glad he don't throw the clay away? Aren't you glad that when you mess up and you get scarred and you get marred from the world of sin that God don't turn His back on you? God just don't cast you aside. God don't say, hey, I'll just go and make me some new vessels. I'll just go and give me some new ones and throw you away. Ain't you glad God doesn't throw the clay away this morning? Over and over, He molds me and makes me into His likeness. He fashions the clay, a vessel of honor I am today, all because Jesus didn't throw the clay away. He could have. He could have. You may be sitting here this morning, and there's an area of your life that you need to be restored in. You may have gotten hooked up with something you shouldn't have gotten hooked up with. And the devil is just pulling at you and pulling at you. And God says, hey, I'll come and get you. I, I love God. He'll reach out and grab you and pull you back to him. And when God pulls you to him, the devil can't pull back. If you've got an area in your life that you're struggling with, that's got you in bondage, that's gotten you down. Let me tell you what, today is the day you need to get set free from whatever's holding you down. And God can do it. But you got to be willing. you got to let Him. you got to let God take it. You say, Lord, here I am, a broken vessel. Now, I've been at the altar before and said, Lord, here I am, a broken vessel again, again, and again. Thank God he just don't throw me away. So he keeps molding. He keeps molding. And, and I find that every time he molds, you get better and better and better. We ought to give God the glory and honor because that's what we were created for, to bring him glory and honor. But you can't do it if you're in bondage. You can't do it if you've been belittled. But God can set you free this morning if you like.